That's 10, yeah. 10, 18. 10, 18. 10, 18. Okay, let's just try and squeeze one out. Shall we? Hi guys, welcome to this week's What Have. I hope you're okay. I hope you're not melting in the sub-Sahara heat, although it's pissing it down here after 48 hours of climate changing. Um, how are you, Gareth? How have you been? You've been away on holiday. How did it go? Did you have fun? What happened? Uh, yeah, no, it was all right. It's, it's all right, isn't it? Going right. away. And then, but then you you come back and you have to sort of just deal with everything again. Life and, happens. And, yeah. yeah, life happens and also life doesn't go away while you're away it just sort of waits you know shitting in your cupboards till you get home basically and you just, gotta, up, yeah. you just got to deal with everything again so i've come in today and it's just carnage hence why i'm in this different studio um because my dad's making an audio book so he's nicked the connector without realizing it the dot connector he's nicked the connector which would have got me internet working in the podcast room so I've had to come into one of the studios and do it here. I love but, the fact that we're that it's a media company and you've got last time it was one we had one microphone and yeah. now you've got one lead and now you look like you're in the shed. No, you look like you're in the garage. Well, I'm I'm this was the set for Divine which is now just sat in the corner of this room. So if <laughs> this yeah. is one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. Um yeah, but no, the holiday was good. Although, you know, I do like to have a, a couple of WhatsApps that are sort of personal, and it tends to, yeah, I just got a weird life. Um, so, little and got ill on the first day, um, and like I'm talking like shitting on the bed, ill, like out of the nappy, have some of that. So the holiday basically that you know me and my wife needed um, was her in a shit-stained bed with Ophelia. <laughs> it's like train spine. And me in a twin room. With Elora, right? So like two separate holidays, and um, but there was one thing that happened, right? Which I'll share with you because it just it sums up sort of how the world is now. You know what? Everything's everything's down to something like a disaster of some description, right? So we go swimming when we first get there. Then she gets ill, right? So I think the two are connected. Mm -hmm. um, and so the next day I go down to the splash pad. There's a splash pad and a swimming pool, which you need in the sun. It's sort of why I booked it. Otherwise, we've got a caravan in the field. And um, it's not it's not on, but I thought, well, maybe it's not, you know. So I went out. I was like, all right, splash pad going on that. And I was out of order. I've just been kicking off overnight. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, how long for? Because that's a bit of a, that is a deal breaker, really. Um, it could, could be the whole week. I'm thinking, I'm only here for three days. Um, right, okay, that's not very helpful. So with that, Craig, who we went all day with, with his um, wife and children, he goes off and asks someone else, you know, you know what's going on here? And the guy says, it'll be fine. He's like, well, I'm not sure, but he, we've just been told by them over there that it could be the whole week. To which the employee goes, I think you should be more positive. <laughs> it's like so, a coach, like a life coach. Yeah, so Craig just looks at him like, no, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Um, anyway, so it transpires what's actually happened. So I'll give you the what's happened first. What's happened is the lifeguard's gone a bit mental the night before and chucked, or the day before, sorry, and chucked shed loads of chlorine in far too much, right? <laughs> so then obviously that's the time we're in the pool, which is why right, I'm thinking okay. that's probably what's made her a bit poorly. Jesus. Then the, ne the next morning they've come in, done the chlorine test, and the, it's gone, basically the chlorine test when it's dipped in, it's gone, fuck off, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. That'll give you the shits, especially that's if you're a bad, child, an infant. That's bad news, that. So, so. All they had to do was keep just testing it every sort of 10, 15 minutes. Just keep testing it while the water's flowing through the system. And as soon as it's all right, you're back in the splash pad. You're back in the pool. It could be an hour. It could be half a day. Literally no idea. But we'll keep trying. Anyway, in the end, it was about two and a half hours. So that's fine. right? But during that two and a half hours, I thought, I want to ask different people what's going on. Because someone might know more than other people. I love so the that, fact that you, you've actually organised your new holiday. Is I've got, I know I'm, I don't know what to do, here, but I'm going to be a detective. This is what I'm doing. Ooh. I've got to have something to do, or I'm going to go batshit crazy. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this. 
Yeah, exactly. Days. So I, I saw a senior member of staff. An old a, person. Um, a female um, member of staff. I don't think she was old. She was like she'd been there for a while because she looked really fucking miserable. And um, <laughs> so bear in mind for everyone at home, the reason it's closed is because basically some guy's gone mental and spaffed a load of chlorine in the pot. Like that's the reason, right? So I said, I so I said to her, I said, oh, what's, what's the, what's, what? I think it's going to be closed a week. Okay. Well, in what sense? Well, why, do you, why do you think it's going to be closed all week? I've had a beer by now. Why do you think it's going to be closed all week? And she went... Are you leading well, in? She went... She goes, there's a global shortage of chlorine. And I went, is there? I've not heard that. What do you she mean? Went, yeah, yeah, we can't get it. And all I thought there was like, you don't know the answer, right? So you thought on your feet. And you thought, like, COVID, lots of things like kind of... Like, Food supply, short, wheat, Ukraine, there's a shortage. <laughs> you got just, but is it because the other guy, Dennis over there, tipped your job lot in last night? Is that why you're short? Yeah, he's put two days worth in, in one go. But yeah, it just, it just really made me laugh, because it's just, that's how the world is now, isn't it? It's not, you know, Dennis is, Dennis, Dennis is part time. Yeah. It's, there's a world shortage. And I went online, I was like, is there a world shortage of chlorine in it? And I was like, no, of course there isn't. No. Because it's ridiculous. No, it's, yeah, but it's, it's that kind of excuse. It's, again, they don't need to take responsibility for things that happen because it's just, you know, like the world's well, in it? chaos, isn't it? Yeah, Putin set fire happened. to Ukraine's chlorine fields. <laughs> We've not got enough now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Up. Yeah, didn't you see that chlorine tank explode on the way from Ukraine to Gibraltar? Oh, no, mental. it didn't. No, it was on Twitter. Um, yeah. That's where we're at. They don't want to take responsibility. <laughs> so basically, you cocked up. You put too much in. Made your child ill. Ruined three days. Put the pool out of commission and the splash pad, whatever that is. It sounds amazing. And um, and and then blamed it on just the world, the way the state of the world. Yeah, and then to be fair to the lad that put too much in, he he took it on the chin. He was quite open. So when Craig might find that, I must speak to him. He's yeah. like, yeah, might is what we've done here. Mistake happens. We make mistakes, don't they? They do, yeah. There's, there's not a world shortage of mistakes. There's plenty of them to go around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely drowning in it, or, or sizzling to death in it. I did, but there, you see, you got three different answers for the same thing. You got one dodged it, one just said, "I think you need to look at this in a different way and be more positive," and the other one went, like the common man went, "Yeah, I'm fucked up." Yeah. One of those yeah. is not insane. No, right and, and, he, and he, like I say, it was two hours, and then we were in there. Everyone came out like fucking, like so I'd like I'd chuck some bread out, and some ducks just appear from places that you didn't know ducks hung out. And the splash pad was full of kids, and everyone was having a right crack. It was oh, was so it? It got going then. They got it going. It was, yeah, it was, it was out of order for a couple of hours, I think. So oh. we just we just sort of went, well, we'll, we'll have a, a, a beer and we'll just like chill out for a bit, and then we'll go back, and that's what we did. And um, yeah, it was absolutely fine. And I was thinking as well with the global shortage, because we had a hot tub, and, and Craig had a hot tub as well. And obviously the people come round and put the chlorine in the hot tub in the morning. So I know you've got some. <laughs> so she just went, I'm going to do a lie now, and let's try and get this as plausible as possible. Shortages. The, the thing is, though, right, what got even more weird, and I'll shut up in a minute. But oh, you all right. So, so we drove back through the day on, you know, the, the day the earth died. We were, dri- we were driving and in an air-conditioned car. It was lovely. <laughs> and um, when we got home, right, so we pull into our village and I can just hear, oh, that sounds like our house alarm, that. As if all house alarms are different. I was like, that sounds like ours. Because I've never you had a house. go, Gareth, Gareth, Yeah, Gareth. I've never had a house with an alarm before, right? And, and so I'm always a bit wary of putting it on because it's like, what if it goes off? Well, we're away for a few days. What if it goes off? And then it just like keeps the neighbours awake for like four days or something stupid. So then Jen was like, no, I can hear an alarm as well. So we're driving. And the, loud, the further we got into the village, the louder it was getting. And then I was like, oh, hang on, there's different alarms going on here. So it was like, bee, boo, boo, There's like loads of different going on. I was like, okay, this is too much for my head. It's like living near seagulls, I bet. It's, um, yeah, it's all day long, this. Perfect timing, though. That's almost like that, that's been put in in post. Mate, they just honestly it's constant. It's like that's it's a proper mental health issue around here. Seagulling. Well, that's what that's what typically obviously the village I live in. That's what it, it sounded like. It sounded like seagulls, and so um, yeah, we get back to the house and it is our alarm. 
our house alarm is going off and so is the neighbors and so is the neighbors and so is the entire street right all the way up two more streets and the shops are all going mental so i'm gonna i get out of the car i was like what on earth is going on so i go into the house i go to press like the the keypad to like disarm it but there's no electricity to it so it's like i literally i can't do anything so then I come running. Okay, yeah. So I come running back out. At that, other people are coming out of their houses. I love you. You come running back out like it was a fucking oh, like the Germans are coming. Mate, it's deafening though. Imagine that many houses going off. It's like oh my god. And so I came running out, and I'm looking. Other people then are coming out of their houses. So I'm thinking, all right, these alarms can't be going off for long then. And um, turns out that down the end of the street and past this farm is one of those like electrical pylon things, and it's just blown up. Right, it's just gone bang. So, so when it blew up, it took all the power out. So that's cool. Yeah, I don't want that food in the freezer. Anyway, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Food's well cheap now, so I'm happy with that. And then, but what it does is obviously, if you're a burglar, you break in. The first thing you do is turn off the electricity, Mm. disarm the alarm. But that turns the alarms off, so it's like a bit of a trip switch kind of thing, which makes sense, I suppose. Um, And so, yeah, for for probably about an hour and a half, I was sat in my garden listening to my alarm. (laughs) <laughs> and, a, and, and a chorus of alarms. There were horses in the fields behind, just like looking dead confused. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Cool. But then Wonderful. they got the electricity back on, and then last night, and until about one in the morning, there was a poor lad on a cherry picker trying to fix it. <laughs> so they're going to blame that on climate change, obviously. It got so hot, it exploded. Basically, yeah, I suppose. Or not. i tell you what, though. It blew up in a field that is literally full of hay bales. So it could have been a hell of a lot worse, actually. Well, that's some, if they didn't catch on fire, it's unlikely the electricity caught on fire, exploded because of the heat. And it wasn't that hot. Um, that's where we are now, aren't we? With the old mm-hmm. heat. Um, oh, I can't... First one. Sadiq is out, talking about his... About the heat. He's got a bit of advice for you, Gareth. Go on. Sadiq. London Mayor... Sadiq Khan (laughs) says people should not be having barbecues and should avoid going wild swimming. Have you ever been wild swimming? I love wild swimming. Fucking hands everywhere. Yeah, I love wild swimming. I'm a regular wild swimmer, mate. I've I've not gone for the sea. I've got the sea up there. Wouldn't go in it. I just yeah. Why 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 is wild swimming bad? I get the barbecue bad. I get the the logic there, but what's the kind thing? Um. Says avoid going wild swimming as the UK has recorded a temperature above forty Celsius or, or uh, for the first time ever. Uh, we didn't. It, it hasn't gone into explaining. It just says don't go in there because it's hot. Might like be like a lava lamp, like swimming in a lava lamp. That's what he reckon. I reckon he reckons. I reckon. What's What's the difference between swimming and wild swimming in terms of heat? Does it make any difference? I think what they're saying is stay indoors. Oh, are these lockdown orders. These are, are, are edging the way to climate lockdowns, aren't they? This is where we're heading. Climate lockdowns. Sun is out. It fell on its ass. to be fair. Most people with half a thimble of common sense on the Twitter were laughing at it. But you can see how desperate they're getting. I mean, they are literally running through the playbook now. It's really funny. It's, it's absolutely hilarious. And if you're not from the mainstream media, then you're finding this really funny. Or, they loved it, though, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they, well, they did, but they've told to. And a lot of them are third-generation idiots, so they've been indoctrinated in this nonsense for a long time. Insane. So, yeah, they, that's where we're at. Climate change lockdowns are coming. But do you think most... I'll ask you, actually. Do you think people realise where this is going That's not that aren't doing what we're doing or kind of in the periphery? Yeah, I think I think people are starting to realise it, mate. Yeah. I found that a bit when we were on holiday. Me and my mate Craig were just chatting about stuff, and then this guy came over... It was a bit of a unit, to be fair. And he, he was obviously listening to your conversation. So Gemma like strikes me that look of, you know, is he going to knock you out? And uh, she always fears that. And um, really, why? Because um, I'm I can be provocative. Okay. And but um, you're having a private conversation. You're not going up to him and going, people that believe in like, climate change lockdowns are fucking idiots, especially if they're really hard, big, and built like a tank. You're not doing that. That's prerogative. Having a private conversation is not not really egging him on. That's true. Um, but he agreed with it and he came over and he was like proper knowledgeable and just switched on about stuff. And it was just like, this was a really great conversation. Um, and I think most people are like that now, to be honest. They see through stuff. And, and also, they, the more desperate they get, right, the more absurd they get. 
then they kind of they snooker themselves a bit. Like, do you see that Sky News thing yesterday, where she stood in Birmingham New Street Station, right? It's a railway station in the centre of the second biggest city in Britain. It's fucking hot in December in there, right? <laughs> so she stood there with a with a big giant like thermometer, like she's fucking won it in a prize. Like, here we go. Look, I've got a big giant thermometer. Did you? That's amazing. Raffle. Brilliant. Yeah. And um, but then in the corner, so that corner is a live cam of the sun. <laughs> I saw you tweet this morning. Why do we need... It's there. Yeah, I know what it's it looks like. It's up there. I don't I need just... a camera on that. Do you mean well, that one? I've got a better pitch. I've got a better view here. Actually, I've got a bit of a panoramic. So, they've, they, what, just in case, because you went inside for a second, you forgot what it looked like. But what are they worried it's going to do? <laughs> like, as if it... Get, it just made me think, like, one, it made me think of that whole kind of, like, it's it's killed its wife and husband and um, and, and lover, sorry, and then, you know, fucked up on the run of O.J. Simpson for years. Yeah, it's yeah. a live camp, isn't it? <laughs> But, but the other thing that was making me laugh was it made me think of, I mean, this might work, for, might not work for people around the world, but there was a show called The Far Show, right? In the UK, yeah. Same generation as me. And so they had this mock of this um, Spanish news reporter, and then they would go to the weather. And every time it was, Barcelona, Scotio, Madrid, yeah. Scotio. And then there was one day a cloud appeared, and it was pandemonium. There was this chaos, like, like the studio <laughs> collapsed and stuff. Everyone went mental because there was yeah. a cloud. It felt up like that. Like I'm is. looking at the sun. What if a cloud comes across it? What does the one with the thermometer do at that point? Like everything goes mental. She'll turn it upside down. She it's goes, a cloud. What she'll say? She'll go. It's changing. What do you mean? Climate's changing. Climate's changing. Right. So it's less hot now. Yeah, but that's that's global changing. It's changing. So what they'll say today because it's pissing it down here. Well, it's stopped now, but it was earlier. If you went out and said to someone, "But it's raining today, and yesterday it was a bit hot," but that's climate change. Because everything fucking changes. Because that's the nature of life. Nothing ever stays the same. So if change becomes an issue, <laughs> you've got an unlimited amount of problems to ever have. Well, that's sort of the point, though, isn't it? That's yeah. the point, yeah. I mean, Sadiq can't even mention that in one of his tweets. He's saying, it, it, you know, yesterday... No, it's today. So obviously he's tweeting it yesterday. Today, you know, record uh, temperatures. How long have records been around? 20 minutes? Exactly. Um, and tomorrow... Um, thunderstorms and rain. This isn't summer. This is a climate um, catastrophe or a climate <laughs> whatever. And it's like, which one? Mate, hot weather followed by a thunderstorm is literally British weather. That's literally how. And it's it amazing. Works. It's yeah. amazing when it's really hot, and then and then suddenly like a thunderstorm comes, it clears the air, doesn't it? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, like the pressure rises. It's like that's much better. We need a thunderstorm. My mum. I remember my mum when I was a kid. Oh, we need a thunderstorm. Yeah. I need a thunderstorm. Oh, yeah, apparently there's supposed to be thunderstorms. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And now for Sadiq, it's like, this isn't, this isn't weather. It's, it, it's, it, it's literally weather. <laughs> it can't be anything else, Sadiq. It literally can't. Do you think he believes his own nonsense? No, because there's no way, um, just by law of averages, um, mathematically, for someone to be on the wrong side of history on every single subject, unless they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like he must, if if he's just being, you know, kind of true to himself, at some point he must stumble upon the right answer, and he doesn't ever do that. Also, you to be that dumb, you really would need propping up with a teleprompter and just say that. You couldn't have any thoughts going through your head at all to be that dumb. So yeah, but it's good to see them do, racing through the playbook because it's so absurdly funny, as you say. It's like a narcissist or a psychopath, sociopath. The more they do this, the more they out themselves and the less they got in the tank. And they're running really, really low on these things. So, I mean, um, another one. Um, there was one. Uh, oh, I can't I'm find it now. Oh, there was one. There's more about the UFOs in the papers. Oh, okay, they spotted a, a signal from a, a different galaxy that's come out. So there's just there's one, just a little radio signal that's popped out there. These little things popping up. So we're gearing up for our alien invasion. And I really hope I live to see that. Because that's going to be incredible. Absolutely. I think I think they've 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 kind of just got everything on on the back burner, haven't they? Yep. Just ready to go. Do you know what? It's spinning plates. So spin that one. Spin that one. Just keep them going. Just keep them going. Keep them going. Because Corona's crashed the floor. But it makes sense, though, doesn't it? If I go right, I I, I want a plan B. So it's like if I'm going to come out with something and then it falls on its ass, like you say, like the Rona has. Mm. Oh shit! Whereas I, I can just go. Oh no, no, that's what climate change. 
Can you get? Can you tell climate change to get ready? Yeah. 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 I did say to be ready, and he's laughing at that. So climate change comes in, and then people were laughing, like you say, not bothered about that. Is is Mark Marburg around anywhere? Yeah. yeah. Should we get him out? Because monkeypox yeah. died, didn't it? Monkeypox died. A Prince Harry and the AIDS died as well. That didn't oh, work. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about AIDS. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, there's a t-shirt. That uh, was back for a bit. That he went, oh, worry about HIV and AIDS now. About two weeks, people just thought, just go away. So that didn't really work. They brought climate change back. They're circling around the same ones now. Um, anything that they basically could scare you with. What was the other one? What, yeah, monkeypox didn't really do anything. No. Climate change didn't do anything. They're trying that one again. And when they start to repeat these tries at the same one, they, you know they're desperate because they're going back and forth between all of them now. It's literally like, I don't know, spin that one, spin that one, spin that They've got no new ones. Alien Invasion is the only one I've got in the tank still. So that's coming um, pretty soon. But yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. It's, very, it's, it's fun to watch in a way because it's so bad that they, they, they're going chronically insane the left because it's so bad they have nothing to grasp onto like AOC is going pretending she was arrested yesterday did you see that one I did I don't get how she can be caught lying on camera multiple times and still have a gig that's what that's how you get the jobs but when, but when she was screaming at the at the a few years ago when she was screaming at the um kids in cages <laughs> on the border and then they panned out and it was just an empty car park she should have been sacked on the spot like oh sorry sorry you're off now bye-bye she's insane but she's in, she's insane actually she's i actually think she is george w yeah, bonkers she's absolutely batshit like alex stein um um kind of her gas litter egged her on on the, the doorsteps of on the steps i think it was the capital was it i can't remember where it was um saying that she's got a big nice booty and all of that stuff and um, and she's insane. And then she was tweeting about it. And then she's, she said she she tweeted a tweet about how she deleted a tweet previously. So, do you know, does that make sense? So she tweeted about it, and she said, "I've just deleted my tweet about da 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 because I didn't think I didn't want to draw attention to it." Now, how you just draw you, attention back to it. Yeah. So how can you get that level of insane? I don't. She's mentally ill, quite clearly personality disordered but, but yeah but this is acceptable behavior very thin lips pretty girl absolutely very pretty girl but in clearly batshit crazy so yesterday she was outside at one of these protests and pretended she got arrested some little um renter cop was leading her away and she pretended she had her hands in handcuffs did you see it it's so embarrassing so it's embarrassing she got her hands behind her back and then she kind of does it for the camera this way the camera goes around the side. She forgets that she's doing that bit of the lie now and then puts her hand in the air, puts it back again. And it's like, you are completely insane. I had a, I did work with someone at college once. We were filming a film and she came into the room because we were, we were used to doing stage stuff. So pretending. So she came into the film. We were filming it. Pretending she was washing up with make-believe dishes. And I was pissing myself, laughing. I was like, but this is a film. She was doing make-believe dishes, and that's what it reminded me of. It's like she forgot she's in the real world. She she totally displaced herself from the real world. She lives in this own little fantasy thing that goes round that she sees herself only through social media now. So that's she amazing. can't actually live in the real. Yeah, this girl was brilliant. She was pretending to wash up, and I'm laughing. I look at her. I was like, "You've got make-believe. You're washing up make-believe plates." And she went, "Yeah." So, but it's. A, well, I'm not really washing up, am I? It, it makes me think of Keith Chegrin in extras. Yeah. I buried, I buried my sister today. He's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Have you got any more? Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so go a perfect segue from the left being George W. Bonkers. The problem is they actually they own the room. That's the issue. So um, the... Marion Marion Webster, which is the biggest dictionary, isn't it? The US. Yeah. I think we've got we've got the Oxford Collins Oxford, and they've got the Marion Webster. Yeah. They've actually changed the definition of female. No, well, actually in, in the dictionary. In the dictionary, so it lists what females are. Obviously, there's a bunch of different things because some obviously relate to plants or whatever. 
Um, and then it says, um, someone whose um, gender identity is the opposite of that of a male. Wow. Wow, my brain is trying to compute how stupid that is. And I don't know if that makes me more stupid or smart enough not to understand it. I'm just thinking, I wonder if they've changed male to someone whose gender identity is that is the opposite of a female. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't understand what that look, means. But... That is the opposite of a male. But that's right. That's the confusing thing. That is right, but that doesn't encompass everything that it is because it leaves it far it... too wide open. So the boundaries of what a female is isn't closed in. I've got an alarm going off here. I think one of our pylons has exploded. Um, it, it separates sex from gender, doesn't it? Is that what they're it's, trying to it's, do? It, it, it's, you know, yeah, because you, you can essentially be, have a male sex because your body is male, but you can identify your gender as a female. But that and doesn't make sense. As a female. Because what is gender then next to sex? Sex, you are male and female. Gender is the same, is it not? Well, it's about 200 of them, isn't it? But there isn't. Not to keep up. But there isn't. No, not, but... not, in, not in real world. Not in, not in real walk-outside world. Not on the internet world. There is... That's gender and sex are the... How are they yeah. different? Explain to me how they're different. Well, I, I, this is the thing, though, right? People get so confused about the, this sort of subject matter. Because I remember having an argument with someone once, and I was saying, like, but... But you're not a. But he's not a woman, though. He's a, a man who's who's wants to be a woman. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? And, oh, I want to be lots of things. Yeah. It's just not really how life works, unfortunately. Um, but then they replied to me. They were saying, "But good on them for being able to come out." And I said, like, "Of course, good on them. Like, do what you want. Wear a dress. I don't shit." My point is, it, it's still a man. It doesn't change reality. Just it because change you reality. want it. I want to be an no. airline pilot. I don't. But but if I did. Sitting here talking to you, I ain't going. I ain't. I ain't an airline pilot. I'm sitting here talking to you. I don't have a point. job as one. It, whether I say I have or want to or fantasize about it are not the same thing. So fantasizing that you're something that you're not doesn't make you it. No, exactly. But this is the thing, and I, I, I was making the point to him. He was like, because when I came out, you know, I and I was like, but you're a ma- but you're a gay man. It's like, not no, the same. It's not the same thing. It's not gender. Like, you're just saying you. Like to sleep with men, you find men attractive. Yeah, that's not that's the same. But there was this, this, this kind of weird connection. You're not saying I, I'm I, a radish who likes to sleep with men. No, exactly. You're a man, and this was the thing. But there was a genuine confusion on that part, and I was just like, "But, but what's because your analogy there is perfect? You're you're not a pilot. Mm. I mean, sure, you can dress up in a pilot's uniform and go walking through Heathrow Airport, and a few people might go, I'm a pilot.'" Right. Then you get arrested. But you're not, but yeah, go but you're not gonna you're not gonna come on this podcast and me be like, How are you today? Which I don't think I actually did, which is pretty fucking rude, Rich. How are you today? And you go, Oh yeah, great, yeah. That's pretty big overnight uh, last night, which so I flew out to Rome. Yeah. Couple of couple of, uh, couple of uh, bowls of spaghetti because I'm not allowed to drink them, so I had to fly back. So I flew the plane back, landed back in Stansted today. So it's been you know and I'm just gonna sit here going, Oh, did you? Oh that's cool. What was the landing like? And just humour you because that's not what happened. No, no, it clearly isn't what happened. So we're we're, we're blurring the lines between what you want, fic, well, complete, pure, juvenile fiction and reality, and that's the whole point. I said to Sam today, I said that what they're doing is they're having two worlds now. You've got your window, is your TV and your internet. That's your ver- that's your fake, stupid, woke world. And then you've got the window outside your kitchen that you look out and you see the real world. And the two of them, completely separate worlds and they don't collide. They, they don't at all. But the problem that's re- happening is the, the online world and the TV world, that window is trying to tell you what's out the kitchen window. And it yeah. isn't computing. And you're like, but no. it isn't. But it is. No. But it isn't. Look, look out there. But it is. But everybody's getting sucked into this online world where they'll, they'll wander around and then... In the outside world, where we'll probably live, me, you, your dad, and Jamie, if he's if if he's up for it, go and live in the woods with the kids. Like, and it's in the re- in in the world world. There'll be two things going on here, absolutely. And I don't I don't necessarily mind that as long as they leave us alone. Well, that's the point. But that's where the the 
a Rona narrative died. And that's why the Rona narrative started dying as soon as they lifted restrictions in that first summer. Mm. Because people then went from their house, where they were watching telly and the internet, to actually going outside again and having conversations with other people who did that. Do you know anyone? No, I don't know anyone either. And it sort of died on its arse. And, you know, and that's, you're absolutely right. That's that's exactly what it is. The other thing is they want they want to take the world from the TV screen and they of it of insanity yeah. and they want me to go along with it. They want to get yeah. They want you to to go from this online world and then act accordingly with that online world in the outside world. So the outside world becomes like the onside online world. That's exactly what they're doing. They're infusing yeah. the digital world into the real world through psychological behaviour because out there does it but it doesn't work because out there doesn't work like that people don't as soon as you get away from the addiction of being online a couple of hours outside you're like this is all right out here actually this is a bit weird but they are trying to basically come through the tv screen and come through the internet into the real world and using us to play it out in the world to to be a major part of it like in the old days you know it was it was acceptance that's all it was was acceptance so for instance if someone believed they were a cat um, they were on all fours meowing. You know, it's it, it's not cool to laugh at them and point at them and and yeah. and stuff. But you wouldn't you know, believe they were a cat, and you wouldn't. No, this is this is the point. Yeah. So you wouldn't go along with with the in the, in the old sound. days. In the old days, it would be like you know, um, there's a there's a another child in in the class who actually believes they're a cat and they're on all fours and they do meow and purr. And your kids are so lovely, like they never laugh. They're really accepting of them. And you, yeah. as a parent, would be like, that's amazing. Whereas now, your kid's a bastard if it doesn't put down a saucer of milk. <laughs> why do you, why do you need me to go along with yeah. your your psychosis? It's the same with the mask stuff. You've you've got your psychosis, haven't you? I don't need mine. It's fine. Yeah. You you're you're safe. You're yeah. fine. You know you're a cat. If you want to be a cat, fill your boots, mate. But like but I say, you're not a cat. But we'll play along. But you have got a barbed penis, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. And you've just pissed up the curtains and scratched that kid's eyes out. I'm not happier with that, to be fair. You can't judge. But I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. It affects others. Your behaviour affects others. It's, it's insane. But it is insane. It, there's no two ways about it. It's a great analogy. Is that we're, we are. We're now being told we have to play along. Um, yeah, and I'm not, I don't want to play along. Oh, I'm I've, got enough, I've, got enough, I've got enough things to worry about. Rather yeah. than, you know, whether your milk's going to go off in this heat. <laughs> Because of the climate change, um, but uh, yeah, um, it just goes on and on and on, doesn't it? Um, so exclusive. This is apparently an exclusive because we're all after this one. What's happening to this country? It's all it's all humour dead. Ex-athlete coach who jokingly dressed up as Olympic twenty twenty four female le- athletic team. Apparently, he dressed up as the whole team, which is incredible. Yes. I don't know how he's done that, but that's amazing. At Town Carnival, hits back at transphobia claim and says his group have nothing to apologise for. Thank God someone says, fuck off. So he's got nothing. That's that's what needs to happen, Rich, isn't it? People just need to say... Just fuck off. The man behind a Town Carnival entry in which men dressed as women athletes has hit back at claims that the spectacle was transphobic. I've seen most of the people that do all of these these, um, uh, runs, long run, fun runs, dress up as emu or a fucking... um, a pig or a dog or, honey or, monster. A, or a minion or a what's yeah. yeah honey monster or a honey monster or a minion so he's dressing up as a woman but what about if he come out and said no i'm just i'm not so what what makes the difference between him dressing up as a woman and doing the run then a man dressing up as a woman but saying i am a woman what's the difference if or he come out and said jewish. i'm just running it this is i'm 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 a transgender woman like well, that's in hindsight, that's what you should have done. Should have got, but I'm a transgender woman, and all my mates are as well. Keith, put the beer down. Don't look good. He, he could have just said that, but then he came out and said, "Piss off," which is the thing that we. I all like that do. as well. But they yeah. could have said that, you know, we're, we're trans, and then they would have gone, well, "Well, that's not true because you were back being a man again yesterday." And you're, yeah, I'm gender fluid. So exactly. So fucking two one me. <laughs> play, don't you transphobia me? I don't transphobia in you, you're transphobia in me. We could just go round in this round in this utter lunacy for decades, which we probably will do, until all the kids don't want to be here anymore. And that's where we're at. Trans stand up comedian 
Don, oh, this is the person who got annoyed about it. Trans stand-up comedian. Why do you have to put trans stand-up comedian? And is she standing up? Is well, she sitting mean down? down? Yeah. That must mean they're sat down. If, if you're trans standing, then you're, you're sat. <laughs> you go up and down. You're stand fluid. Trans stand-up comedian Donna Landy attended the event in Devon back in May and blasted the, f- the float. Blasted the float. You can't. I mean, Terrorism yeah. crimes. <laughs> Blasted the float for being offensive and highlighting a backwards viewpoint on transgender issues. They weren't. They were dressing up for a laugh. And if she's a comedian, but you this imagine... is the point: is that they're, they're not comedians, are they? Because the real problem, the real issue about comedians, I always find in my comedians, what I want to f- really want them to be, is only really one thing: funny. If you're not funny, you're not a comedian. You're just standing on the stage being a knobhead. How are you a comedian if you're not funny? And I know that's subjective. But if everybody in the room doesn't find you funny, then you're you're not a comedian. You're standing on the stage with a microphone. You're an MC at best or a bingo caller. But you're not a comedian just because you say you're a comedian. And you're not a man just because you say you're a man if you're a woman. I don't care what verbiage is coming out of your mouth. No. So it is, it is, it, yeah. beyond the pale, yeah. isn't it? So they got in trouble for that, but they could have got away with it by saying that they were transgender themselves, but they decided to do the normal sensible thing and just said, piss off. I'm a great. fan of that. I'm a big fan of that. What one? Do you see on. Labour Party? So the, a Labour Council have voted against an investigation into grooming claims in Oldham. Well, why would we want one? I was being sarcastic. Oh, right. Well, this is my point. Like, it's, again, the amount of times now I'm like, explain to me like, as if I'm five why you don't want to investigate it. Because you investigate it and you either find that someone's been grooming or someone hasn't. It's probably because if you don't want to look for the guy who nicked the, um, nicked the radio from your car unless you end up trailing back to your own house and find it in your living room. That might be why. It's, it, well, yeah, to be fair, you know. I've got another Labour one as well, because this made me laugh, Angela Rayner, right? So, because obviously they're so, um, um, let me find this. They're so hypocritical in, in, in the way they are. So here we go. So this is Angela Rayner. So she's tweeted this um, in November last year, right? Labour will ban second jobs for MPs with limited exemptions for public service, as we set out today, after voting to support the corruption the Prime Minister has U-turned with his back against the wall because we forced a vote tomorrow. Let's see him vote for our motion tomorrow. So now you sit tomorrow, two close together twice for me. Right, and then roll forward um, to about two days ago. I'm so excited to be making my radio DJ debut on Monday with LBC. I'll be in the hot seat from 10 till 1. Looking forward to it. Oh, what a bunch of idiots. They Angela, that's a, that's a second job, mate. That's yes. a second job, mate. What did you say last year about those second jobs? No, I meant for them, not for me. Uh, for them. How does that work then, Angela? Go on. How does that make any difference between you or them? What do you mean by them and you? I mean, go on. Them is just not me. Oh. Because I want a second job, you know. Right, and why do you... And... Right, okay. But what about them? What about them, if they need a second job? What what do they need to do for that extra bit of money coming in, you know? They haven't well, got a radio they're... gig to go to, so... I don't care. <laughs> is that your policy that we're sticking by? Labour, we Pretty don't care. Much. Pretty much, isn't it? If we're honest... I don't really care to be honest. That's 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 um what what's your um how how badly do you want to get into number ten and, and take control of this country? I don't care. Because <laughs> that's sort of how Starmer is, isn't it? Because he's he just how is, how has he just... gone from one extreme to the other though? Like I saw a picture of him yesterday and he's like this. Oh it's too much welding. <laughs> what does that mean? He's always got his visor on, isn't he? Like oh, is he's he? welding. Yeah. He's caught COVID for the forty eighth time. Well, that's probably why he looks a bit sad. It's a bit sad. All those lipid nanoparticles are joining together, and now he's like keeps setting off pylons, but he's walking down the street and, and car alarms. Oh, setting my alarm off, yeah. How, how do they, you know, because they're all obviously like big, you know, pro EU fuckers. 
um, who just, you know, just everything's Brexit. I'm, su- I'm surprised the heat wave wasn't caused by Brexit, if I'm honest. But the Euro- change. Eurozone is like the whole inf- inflation has hit record highs, and it? it's on its arse. Yeah. So, so, so how now do you do you sell that to the British people that that was a cock up to get the hell out of Dodge? Well, nothing, nothing about it. this is what happens. Oh, what a tangled web you weave! When first you plan to deceive, you when you start lying, years down the line, all these lies just don't mesh up anymore. You can't keep covering a lie with a lie because they count. They, they they contradict each other very quickly. Yeah. So this is the problem they're having: is all their lies and they're big lies. It's not one big lie like Hitler got right. It's like not right. I'm not saying he was good at it. I'm saying that he, for what here he was we, aiming to go. do, <laughs> for what he was aiming to do, he, he did the big lie. But um, but these guys are lying big enough that they're causing a problem. But now they've lied themselves into a into a cul-de-sac and they they don't know how to get out. And there is no way out. There's absolutely no way out. The woke lot are just. But that's why they're going catatonically mental. They're having nervous breakdowns in front of you, and you're going just watching. Because they um, have no joy, though. They literally have no joy in their lives. Yeah. So in, in, I don't know if you saw this, but England uh, ladies have got to uh, define that, have got to the <laughs> quarterfinal of um, your European Championships, right? Which is yeah. a wicked achievement. So they played Norway, right, in one of the group games. Now they won all three group games, and they did. But when they played Norway, Norway are a decent side, right? And I remember before the game, I had Talksport on the radio while I was driving. Adrian Durham was saying that actually they'd probably take a draw, to be fair, against Norway. That wouldn't be a bad result against Norway, right? So then they beat Norway 8-0. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, saw that. Yeah. So then the BBC, and it goes to the, you know, it's a great result, but, um, but there wasn't one non-white player in the squad um, for this game, or sorry, in, in the team for this game. And you're like, you just, what? <laughs> It's all right. How is that? How is that your first thought? You've just the manager has picked a team to win a game, and they've won eight nil. I'd say pick the right team, really. They've done quite well there, love. Um, to to then your first thought when it goes back to to the commentator is that well we have noticed that there's they were white. <laughs> so it's, it doesn't. Let's scrub that. Let's play it again. But there's no joy, is there? You've no. got to try and find a problem. You just won 8-0. That's amazing. It's not even it? a problem. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's a, What difference does it make? And that's the contradiction again, because if colour and race doesn't matter, then what are you talking about? Well, that's the, that's the, that's the issue. What are you talking about? You can't raise a concern that, that actually backfires on your concern that you're raising. You're telling me that race and colour of, of melanin in skin doesn't matter. And then you're telling me that it does matter all in one sentence. You don't even know what you're fucking saying. You don't know what you're saying. It's football. If there were people of colour who were better than these girls, they would be in the squad. They're not in the squad because they can't kick a ball as well as these girls. It's really as simple as that. It it always has been as simple as that. And I'm sure there will be at some point. But also it's a very young game for women. Like it's only just becoming something. Like, the, yeah. you know, it the, took a long while before. The level has increased loads, man. Like, the quality. Oh, amazingly. It. So, it's I think fantastic. a few years yeah. back, and they got some money involved in it. And it's incredible to watch. And I enjoy watching it. I think it's fantastic. Really, really good. But that sort of comment, that shouldn't be... I mean, it's racist, obviously. It's reverse racism, clearly. But that shouldn't be allowed on telly. That's not normal to be able to say that on mainstream TV. That can't be allowed. That person should not be allowed anywhere near a microphone. But now we have to accept that sort of nonsense. Yeah. And people that have clearly... She might have been, to be fair to her, she may have been fed that through the earpiece and said it and gone, I really don't want to say this. Who knows what was going through her head as a person. She may have gone home and gone, I can't believe they made me say that on national TV. Then she has to go morally, I'm never, ever going in that place again. And I'm going to speak out about this. But that's down to her. But for that to be normal behaviour for someone on TV... Is atrocious. Is is absolutely. We talk about like professionalism between people. What the hell is that? Yes, yeah, bizarre. Yeah. But also, you know, how many comments were made about the you know Nigerian football team and his, his lack of equality? <laughs> Do you thought of that? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, it's 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 in, for me. It's insane that you would even notice. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't have even noticed. You just yeah, but, yeah, but it's racist not to notice. <laughs> What's the right answer then? 
But yeah, you um, can't know what you don't know. You can't notice what you don't notice. Yeah, 11 women beat another 11 women 8-0, which is a hell of a result. So watch that and just go, yeah, but they were white though. There's something in me that I'm really unhappy about, so what can I find yeah. in this that I don't like? Very, very strange I need an way of, for my of looking at life, really. Deep depression. Poor, yeah, I, I don't know if she was fed it through her ear, but she has a. if she has, then you have a real good word for yourself saying is this job that I'm going to do am I going to allow myself to be used like this if it's your own words it's well, even more batshit crazy I think if you want a gig at the BBC these days mate that's just how it is well they fostered it they fostered this 15-20 years ago they're looking for these types of people which they're not bright people um, majority of them all of them a lot of them are young kids or, and they're just this woke lot and they live in this bubble of woke and they will be and they've fed this stuff consistently through, they go into work all day and they hear all this nonsense they don't hear anything from outside they're told that it's a cult and they're told anything from outside is Ugh. and we have people that work with us that used to work at the BBC we know that, that you know it's a cult and they go step outside that and if you say anything else out they go after you and it's that's what cults do it's a cult that's exactly what it is um, but I mean it's still good stuff happening in the world um, naughty retired vicar at 74 caught carrying out a sex act with a Henry Hoover don't laugh. Right, so was he shoving it up his ass, which is dangerous, or was he putting his helmet into it and then masturbating to it? Let's read on. Henry, um, caught having sex acts with a Henry Hoover in church, being a vicar, he's at work, in church while wearing stockings, claims he did it because this is the best bit. Here we go. Claims he, what do you think his excuse was? Brexit, climate change, Rona, um, or uh, England having too many white players. If only, Gareth, because I could have believed those things and he would have got away with it. He could have fucked a whole whole row of Dysons and got away with it that with those excuses. But no, he did it because his diabetes was not medicated. Um, so could he have just had a Mars bar? <laughs> where would you where would you be putting this Mars bar, Gareth? Also, isn't homosexuality a sin? in the eyes of the Lord. And therefore, what's yeah. he doing shagging Henry Hoover? That's a good point. Because there's a Henrietta, I swear, there's a female there one. There is a female, one. yeah. There is a female one, yeah. Oh, that's my case, Your Honour. Yeah. He's, he's completed all sorts of problems here. A church leader has been fined and placed on the sex offenders register for performing a sex act with a Henry Hoover. How can you get on the sex Why offenders register? Why is he on the sex offenders register? For assaulting a Hoover. That, that's not... Did the Hoover testify? Offense. I did not. I did I not. I mean, was, was he, did he do it in front of this. people? Well, this is what you would think so, because you can't go on a sex offenders register to, for fucking an inanimate object. Because if he has, yeah, he can do what he wants. I mean, yeah. granted, it's a bit weird, but yeah. he's not harming anyone. No. Uh, no. Um, Apart John... from whoever has to clean out the Hoover, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this fucking Hoover bag's heavy. Oh, it's Very dripping. sticky dust. Oh, it's dripping. It's dripping. Someone's put paint in it. Someone varnishing the stairwell again. John Jeffs is his name. John Jeffs, 74. Was... <laughs> this is brilliant. John Jeffs, 74, was naked, apart from a pair of stockings, when he was seen during the act by a churchgoer who was attending a talk about... <laughs> oh, my God, it gets worse. It was... She was attending a church about Asperger's syndrome. Right. Oh, God, fucking hell, we've got this Asperger's syndrome um, talk coming up. Oh, fucking, I've got a lob on. I, I love the one. fact that, that they have oh, to provide. No. I mean, the, the, quick, they provide details that don't matter. Cupboard. Yeah, yeah, that's the, a good point. Isn't the it? fact that she was going to make herself a cup of tea is irrelevant. <laughs> or I don't care. So, is, is so that's the thing then. So she, he's obviously been charged based on the fact that she saw him and therefore but she walked in on exposure. him. No, but, but she walked said, in on him. Yes, but where was he? Stood on the altar. It's <laughs> a good point. A court heard Jeffs. She uses surname. A retired, a retired vicar noticed the member of public. Oh, but this is great. <laughs> a quarter Jeff's, a retired vicar noticed the member of public, noticed the member of public, but carried on and later told police he did it because he felt naughty. Well, yeah, I mean, Do you know what? All right. I uh, kind of got a soft spot for John. <laughs> Because I don't know. He, he just saw, had a wank in a hoover. He's had a wank in a hoover. He was at work. It was a long day with Jesus. And he just thought, 
I've got this Asperger's thing coming up later. It's going to be so fucking boring. For some reason, I've got a lob on, and the and I'm in the cleaning cupboard, and I was just in there looking for some looking for some fucking polish to just to get buff up the old uh, altar out there. And I thought buff up altar wank, and then this happened, and now she's watching, and I'm halfway through. I'm committed. What's the point of stopping at that point? There isn't. You're done. You're going. You're gonna. I'm on the. I'm already on the register. Fucking hell. Let's see what else I can have a wank into round here. I wonder if he just went in like he fancied the cheeky wax. So he just went in to get some marigolds, and he just got them. He's putting them on, and then he went. <laughs> he spotted the Hoover. We get him. It has got a face on it, hasn't it? Yep. Henry Hoover has a face. Yeah. And it's smiling. So actually, maybe it's like, what are you smiling at? <laughs> Oh, I'll fucking show you, son. And then maybe that's why it should be on the offenders yeah. register, because maybe it's quite aggressive. You blow me, I'll blow you, son. So Jeff's a, Mid- a Middleton, che- um, Middleton, Northamptonshire, was found guilty of indecent exposure after a trial at Northampton Magistrates Court on Wednesday. See, again, why do I need to know which day of the week it was? Magistrate heard Jeff's committed the sex act while working as a pastoral manager at Christian faith-based group. Parents talking Asperger's. Oh, he's actually working at the group. I suppose, to be fair, to backpedal slightly, it, I just ha- I had it in my head that he was just in the church on his own and bored. I thought he was just bored. Yeah, now I'm kind of seeing, okay, his job was to be the manager of that group. So he didn't yeah. go, God, I've got this thing going up, like coming up later, this Asperger's thing. That's the job he applied for. Yeah, and, and also the fact that there's kids involved, you know. That, that Wait a minute, does it say kids? Parents talking Asperger's. Oh, you... okay, so maybe, you know, I'm assuming that their parents are talking about their kids. Yeah. Or is it just they're talking about their own Asperger's, but they're only allowed if they've got kids? I don't know. Anything so there's like three way. people in there that haven't actually got kids. They're going, I just got mixed just up with the light. I just got mixed up with the title. It says parents talking Asperger's. One of them's come in, sounds like he's got Asperger's, but he's putting it on. The other ones are talking about the Asperger's, their Asperger's, and the other one's talking about their kids' Asperger's. What are the rules here? Are you, are you wanking? Are you wanking into that? Because we're really confused now. To be fair as well, his name sounds like the name you would give if you were lying about having a kid. I've got a kid. Oh, what's their name? John? John what? Jeff? John Jeff. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear a in the background um yeah so witness said um a witness saw him standing between two dark chairs thrusting into a henry hoover the court heard thrusting why do you need to thrust to just turn it on well the, the cord wasn't long enough really i don't know was, i like the way they put two dark chairs there like we needed to know that information as well yeah, but what they were light chairs then what well, there's too many light chairs in that yeah, it is, that's true. That what way. he could have done is he could have put cord around his neck and had an asphyxia wank and had a complete, like... Just gone out. Just gone way. to town and had a blaze, a blaze of glory. How did you go... How did Grandad John die? Um, did you want to tell him? <laughs> it's funny, it's ever so funny. <laughs> Don't tell him. He's had a couple of wines. Oh, I'm going to tell him. Don't. I'm going to have had a couple of wines I'm telling him. Telling him, well, John was... He was a pastor at the thing. Yeah, it'd be a great, great um, story around the... Uh, Around the Christmas table, wasn't it? So that was that was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. That's yeah. me. That's me done now. That's, that's oh, is the it? Mine. Yeah. Well, it gets even worse. We've got a little while left now. So Elon Musk's dad's um, at it. He's come. He's he's out and about. The Hoover. Yeah, well, might, that would be better preferred. Elon Musk's dad, seventy-six, confirms secret second um, ch- secret second child. Guess who it's with? Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> Angela Rayner, Henry the Uber. <laughs> None of the above, but all of right. them would have worked. His stepdaughter. Oh, for fuck's sake. Eli- <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the age difference as well? Oh, but it's his stepdaughter. That was a bit that got me, not the age difference so much. But Elon Musk, then 76, confirms he's secret not- second child with his stepdaughter. Yeah, it's weird, but they're not related, are they? So he wouldn't be classed as incestuous. No, Gareth, but I would think it's frowned upon. Frowned upon? Yeah. Frowned yep. upon, yeah. Um, so, Elon Musk's lusty dad, Errol. Lust, is this from The Sun? 
I would assume so. I've screenshotted it, but I can't remember where I got it from. I would lusty, assume it's the sun. Lusty dad. Um, yeah, I would assume it's the sun. Has finally revealed, like we were all waiting, he sired a secret second love child. <laughs> second love child with his glamorous stepdaughter, Jane. Can't pronounce that. The Musk really? Patriarch, 76, welcomed the baby with with Jaina. Sorry, uh, they called the girl Jaina. Welcomed the baby girl Jaina um, back in 2019, but only confirmed this Sunday, um, this news, oh, sorry, on Wednesday, bragging to the sun, the only thing we are on earth is here is to produce. I suppose reproduce even, which is good. I suppose that's not anti, uh, um, trying to kill everyone off. It's not eugenics. It's the opposite, but you going kind of a weird way about it. The two already shared a five-year-old boy. What do you mean? Oh, what, for so, dinner? So his, 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 um, so yeah, his stepdaughter's left his wife for, for him, though, isn't she? They're yes. clearly in a relationship with the two kids now. Weird. The two already shared a five-year-old boy, Elliot Rush, born in 2017. Errol clearly shares his most famous son's hearty desire to procreate. He's trying to put a nice spin on it, eh? With the admission coming just weeks after it was revealed, Elrond fathered two children with an executive at his artificial intelligence company. <laughs> he didn't father them two, did he? He pressed Control-Alt-Delete, and then they came out of the printer. Weeks before his second child was born. Um, so let's have a look. I'm sure I did find out the age difference. Um, yeah... Okay, Elron admitted Jane's pregnancy was unplanned. What for her? Well, actually, to be fair, if he's 76 and she's childbirthing, then we're looking probably at least 35 years difference. Literally just got that now on the head. Really? Yeah, it's not practical. She says 35. Sorry, she's 35. Oh, okay. Uh, not quite there. 41 year old, we, sorry, 41 year age gap. Close it, enough for Jazz, though. Yeah. He said, it's not practical, she's 35. Eventually, if I'm still around, she might wind up back with me. What do you mean? mean? So he added, any man who marries a younger woman, even if you feel very sprightly, is going to be be nice for a while. But there's a big gap. (laughs) I bet there is. And the gap is going to show itself. (laughs) I bet it was. I bet it was. Um, So basically, yeah, he had sex with his stepdaughter and had a couple of kids. That's Elon Musk's dad. I'm not then, saying that they think, there is something weird about it, clearly, it's his stepdaughter. But these are the this is what these people do, and that's accepted normality in there. That's my point, is that although there's nothing illegal going on there, it's definitely, they have a different mindset to what me and you did. If we had a kid with our cousins, we would feel like this is a bit weird, even weird. though it's not illegal. No, but that's the point, though. You know, when you drive around, they've got British flags with the Queen's face on it. This is a, a woman who, who married and had kids with a cousin. Is that a cousin? Yeah, they're cousins, yeah. Well, that'll explain a few extra fingers, wouldn't it? And so you, and so you say to yourself, but if Dave down the pub did that, yeah. you'd be like, Dave, it's your cousin, you fucking weird bastard. Yeah. But and don't forget to wave your flag, either. Exactly. They've got different rules. Rules for radicals. Exactly. Um, rules. Rules. So, yeah, Brad Pitt's... Brad Pitt... Um, so Brad Pitt's got face blindness. As in his face has disappeared? Or he can't recognise people's faces anymore? The second one. Great excuse for having an affair. What if thing to have... Like, be Okay... It doesn't make any sense, but it's a great excuse for having an affair as well. Can you remember? But can you recognise the back of heads? Because when I caught you, you were around the back. Yeah, yeah. And and that you'd pulled the lead right out and plugged it in. Didn't you you wonder what the the noise was as well? That's what she was moaning. (laughs) The actor Brad Pitt, thank you for telling me he's an actor, said in recent interviews. That is um, prosopagnosia, a rare neurological disorder commonly referred to as face blindness. While Mr. Pitt, 58, has never been formally diagnosed with the condition, he said in an interview with GQ that he has struggled for years to recognise people's faces. You're a fucking actor. That's what made me laugh. You've got one job as an actor to act with someone else. So what are you like? Is it halfway through the scene and you've you've delivered lines, Benjamin Button, going really well, and you've gone cut? It's great, Brad, but that's the sound guy. 
What do you mean? That's the sound guy. Right, should we go again? Yeah, we're going to have to do it. We've been here. I mean, to be fair, it's taken six hours. Because so far, you've done the catering guy. You've done the fucking... You've done the sound guy. You've done your own PA. And then at one point, you were talking to your three-year-old kid. Because I mean, you're good. But this is a fucking shit show. Is What's funny as well about that is that, although it hasn't been formally diagnosed, what he's saying is, I've used it as an excuse recently. <laughs> yeah. So if I say it in a GQ interview, they'll think it must be true. He wouldn't lie. He wouldn't lie to GQ. He'd lie to me, but he wouldn't lie to GQ. <laughs> so you said it to Angelina. He's gone. I didn't know. How did you know, Brad? You, you were speaking to the doctor. How did you even know you were speaking to someone at GQ at that point? You could be talking to Lamarjorie at the bus stop. You don't know. You don't know what you're doing. You're an actor, and you can't recognise faces. We've got an issue here. You've got a real issue here. I mean, less... you, you want a desk job. And his favourite band is The Faces, so that's a fucking issue as well. It is, yeah. The Times spoke to experts about the symptoms and cause of the condition treatments for it. So, yeah. Um, so, in 2013, he told the, the Esquire, sorry, that his inadequate, his inability to recognise people's faces has become so severe that he often wanted to isolate himself as a result. That's why I stay at home, he said. Well, there's no faces. <laughs> what do you mean? This is just nonsense. What is the cure for it, though? I'm it not says there's a it. cure. The cure is. Did I get that oh, far? No, I think I. I... The, the, the cure is. What's your name? All right. Yeah. That's the cure. That is the cure, yeah. It's yeah. literally it. There is a cure, apparently, but um, what are the symptoms? The condition is not related to memory loss, vision impairment, or learning disabilities. According to the National Institute of Neurological Disorders, a stroke. So it basically doesn't, it doesn't tell me in that. I didn't get that far. I just thought it was really odd and absurd that an actor couldn't recognise faces. It is strange. Yeah. It's and it, if, you, if you just said to me, I've got a story about Brad Pitt, do you want to have a guess? I wouldn't, a hundred guesses I wouldn't have got, he doesn't see faces. No, you wouldn't, would you? That was fun. That was really good. Tory MP says voters don't care about net zero because 90% will be dead by 2050. <laughs> I've probably got a point. And it's all bollocks. Well, that's what I'm saying. My point was, they don't. Care. It's not they don't care because they're going to be dead, and they just think, "Fuck it, fuck the kids. Don't care about them. They'll be dead by 2050." They don't care a lot of them because they think it's nonsense. But you haven't gone that far. You've gone to an illogical excuse that they think they're selfish because they'll be dead. So I, I'll tell you who's been really affected by net zero, and that would be fishermen. Why is that? Because if you didn't get anything in your net. <laughs> or, or or goalkeepers would like it, I suppose. They'd love it. Yeah, they would be all over it. Goalkeeper, I'd love a net zero. I'd love a net zero. That sounds like a like a coke. Yeah, I quite like that. So, Conservative Party members are unwilling to back the government's net zero policies because ninety percent of them will be dead, according to a Tory MP. This is great. His name, oh. Chris oh. Skidmore. Chris Skidmore his name Skidmore Chris Skidmore <laughs> oh. Mr Skidmore oh you poor bastard that's why he's angry isn't it Mr <laughs> Chris Skidmore <laughs> oh. fucking hell a former junior minister and chair of the all-party parliament group for the environment spoke out about a rather depressing poll of Conservative members who just who showed just 4% wanted leadership candidates to put the country's net zero strategy in their top three priorities. Mr. <laughs> Skidmore, speaking on a panel oh, devised by National Grid, said, of course they would say that because when you cast the question as, as net zero by 2050, probably 90% of them will be dead. So that's Skidmore's input. Fucking hell. Chris ah. Skidmore. You changed your name, wouldn't you? I'd have a go at it. Christopher Skidmore. <laughs> what are you doing at the back there? Sliding about. Fucking hell. And that's probably as far we need to go today. That's as weird as the world was, guys. So oh, go mate. and check out Mr Skidmore's Twitter and leave him a little uh, message from us saying that... Um, 
that perhaps it isn't the fact that they'll be dead. Perhaps that it's the fact that it's bollocks, Mr. Skidmore. And you're talking shit, Skidmore. Um, Oi, Skidmore. Stop playing tennis against the wall. I'd love to be a teacher. Just to shout, I'd shout that all day long at him. You'd get, you'd get destroyed. It wouldn't be, wouldn't it? Skidmore, yeah. stop running in the halls. Stop skidding. I remember we, I had a teacher called Mr. Stead. It was, it was Rob Stead. And someone, and it can't have been any of the kids because it was middle school age, so it must have been one of the computer techs. Right. Um, set something up so that, because my um, form room, Mr. Jackson's form room, was the computer room. So, you know, you do the register and stuff, and then a lot of the computers would be set up for the, you know, the class that was coming in next. And they were all just flashing Robstead, knobhead, Robstead, <laughs> knobhead. And if you can imagine, like, as That's a 10 year old. That Just how funny that is. Insane. And, and, and like I say, no 10-year-olds program that. No. no. Especially at our age, like when we were younger. Because that was yeah. all new equipment. That's quite, that was probably hard work. That probably took you two days to get that going. Oh, oh I remember laughing so hard. Amazing. <laughs> right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Please do share this out on all your social media and uh, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And let us know if you would um, like to see us in person with no tops on. Mr. Skidmore. Mr. Skidmore. See you later. Bye. Hope you have a good couple of weeks. Bye.